this is my viewfinder. But again, I mean, there's there's always different sides to things, right? And, and to, to automatically just go to the negative, um, I think that's more something that 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 uh, each individual person has to, um, you know, manage within themselves. Yeah, that's a great uh, that's a great way to look at it. I mean, yeah, I I don't want to open these conversations so that we agree on these things. Um, you're right. Number one, definitely painting with broad strokes. I think that's. Not only a part of my personality and one of the reasons why I uh, do this sort of thing, but I guess yeah, I get caught up there. I I I think specifically like what you uh, brought up. I wonder what photography could or should be defined as. So what I think what you're talking about is that the process of photography. So like having a camera, hitting a shutter, developing an image. That in itself, technologically, is pure. It doesn't have an intention or a bias. I'm kind of worried about both the photographer's sort of intent, bias, both, you know, from what they want to portray, but also, I mean, like you're taller than me. You see different things. You're inspired to take different photos. So there's a, there's already a conversation. It's already a narrative involved in building the image. And then as you brought up, uh, which is a bigger sort of wider thing that I'm too caught up with is how are other people experiencing and interpreting what that image means to themselves and um, that's yeah like I'm I'm caught there <laughs> it's why I don't know what I'm doing anymore uh, but I think I think I can, can I can I interject yeah all these things that, that are worrying you you know as far as 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 you know how photography is being used how how people are interpreting your images I mean, all of this stuff is. I mean, it seems. It seems like you're getting really caught up on things that are 100% out of your control. So I mean, there's no. There's no. There's no. People are going to take your images how they take your images, right? I mean, you can't. You can't change that. You can't change how someone comes into something, right? I mean, I, as much as you can change how tall you are. So I mean, to to, to focus on that, I, 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 yeah, it's going to be very frustrating because you're just going to keep spinning your wheels because you can't do anything. You know? Well, yes. I mean, uh, maybe to twist that a little bit, it's I take that position and certainly my own uh, experiences uh, thinking the way I do. But I keep thinking about whether that influences how photography is perceived in general. I guess, you know, for example, I think I get a lot more attention carrying a camera than I would taking sort of sneaky snapshots on an iPhone right now that there's a, a cultural tension with the idea of photography. And I could be wrong, but I feel like we live in a world that's paranoid about a surveillance state that has become distrustful of photography uh, as a principle. Um, so while your sort of, uh, yeah, your direct opinion about my thought process is totally valid for my personal work, I'm also, I'm just seeing that uh, there's a weird tension of people that want to be photographed all the time for their Instagram feed, but if you have your camera out, you get yelled at a lot, you know, uh, and people tuck away. And we live in Canada, so it's like a lot less confrontational than in much more severely uh, population-dense areas. Although, again, I brought up Asia because it sounds like uh, in different cultures you had different experiences too, depending on, you know, what the cultural idea is and where they're at as far as, you know, I don't know, what they fear they're losing from it. I would like to believe that 
you know, in the 50s, 40s, and 30s, people didn't think they were going to lose anything from getting their photographs taken. Uh, it wasn't a personal attack. But there's something right now where phot photography, I feel like, is becoming attached to a sense of... Well, actually, you brought up uh, in reflection of me, like self-worth and how I appear to others. I don't want to be on someone's Instagram feed. I don't want to be portrayed half eating a sandwich. You know, like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. But um, there's a nervousness that I where that photography actually has contrib contributed to, frankly. Uh, yeah, I think it, 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 I don't, it's more of, I mean, that's, that's a, uh, more of a symptom, I think, of, of larger societal paranoia and issues. I mean, obviously, we're, we're, we're in a crazy, crazy time right now, right? I mean, and, and, and you, you brought up the different cultures. I mean, yeah, I've, within the last year, I've, I've, I've shot here, I've shot, I've shot in different places in Asia. I was in New York in February. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's vast differences between a lot of those places. I mean, I went to, you know, shooting even in, within like New York, shooting in, you know, Soho is a lot different than shooting in Bed Stuy, you know, especially being a being a white dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, there's a big difference in how people take it, right? And that's not, and I don't think that has anything to do with photography. I think that has to do with just society, um, and it has to do with just cultural sensitivity. Which, which is again, like these, it's this. These are all more. Um, photography isn't the issue. The issues are are far, far, far deeper than than, than photography. I mean, people are also are also, um, you know, I, I think I think partially it's a good thing, right? People being a little bit more um, questioning when it comes to an, an image that they see. I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, just like I don't think we should we should watch, um, you know. Fox News or CNN and, and take everything that they say verbatim either, you know, Not, nothing, nothing is pure, right? They're, 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 that, that doesn't even, that doesn't exist. Um, but I don't think that that's a, I don't think that's a photography um, thing. It's a cultural thing. Yeah, I guess that's my, my, uh, what it's motivating me is that I, I, I won't say I'm convinced, but I, I think I disagree. And I, I don't mean that in a competition way, but I, I look at um, I look at photography. I'm beginning to feel like it does contribute and has shaped the culture that we live in of this paradigm. And I think, and this is broad strokes again. So I don't mean to sound like I'm going to be right about this, but I do feel like the, for example, I can't remember which countries you're talking about, like Thailand or wherever you were, that people were very, very benign, if not encouraging of of your practice. Um, I suspect that as this. Uh, ill social effect of what those photographs can be used for becomes more apparent that that will end it's and it won't be about uh, politics the way we understand it, like you know this bipartisan shit about right left uh, i think it's just going to be um this fear of misuse and misrepresentation which is something that i don't understand enough about fine art and the history of art and so i'm gonna like i'm looking for painters and artists to uh, and art art historians to to talk about the use of image in general but photography in particular, I think, has made things worse because it seems literal, right? I mean, it's the power of Fox News. You, you put on something in a 30-second soundbite and everybody sees it. It's passive, so you don't have to think about it. And it becomes reality. I mean, photography for me is is exactly that. And, it, and it, that's kind of where I'm stuck. Is uh, I, I think you're right. I mean, your experiences show that. It's not even like New York's a uniform culture. Uh, and... Conversely, if you were 
a black man or an Asian woman or uh, an openly trans something, you know, your experience will be vastly different depending on what community you go into because it'll represent different threats or uh, um, commonalities with people that you're around, right? Um, so that's why this is uh, never going to be answered and is <laughs> completely nuanced to uh, my crazy thinking. But um, that's my paranoia, I think. Yeah, and the kind of driving force of this uh, driving force of this podcast and this conversation is uh, I'm kind of becoming convinced that photography is the problem uh, or has been. So let, let me give you a scenario here. So I'm in I'm in New York, let's say, I, and I'm in I'll use those same two neighborhoods again, Soho and 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 Bed-Stuy. So I approach a black man in Soho to take his picture. I then approach a black man in Bed-Stuy to take his picture. The reactions that I get from those two people are vastly different. The level of paranoia or the level of distrust is vastly different. You can't blame the camera for that. You can't. So, because so, I mean, if you're if you're if you're going to blame photography, then then I I'd be having you know similar interactions in in both situations. But I don't because those two those two people uh, they come into that situation with vastly different backgrounds. Vastly different experiences, with with maybe with photography, but maybe with white men, you know, maybe with with having their picture taken, maybe maybe with you know you know what I mean? It, 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 it's completely separate. It has nothing to do with the actual camera itself. The camera is just the is just the tool. If I if I approach them and and ask them a question because I was writing an article or or, or working on a thesis or whatever. Again, those those it, it would be very similar. It, w- it wouldn't be it wouldn't be that different. Yes, and I think that uh, certainly one of the main complexities is that you know we're all fundamentally different and a subject of our experience, etc. My thought is before your specific interactions with specific individuals is thinking about the role photography's existence itself has played in the distrust or the idea of a surveillance state. So. For example, similar thing, like if I'm in a coffee shop and I approach somebody because they're carrying camera, you know, they look like an artist. Yeah, some of them will talk to me and some of them won't. And it's not right for me to presume it's because I'm Asian or I'm a male or I'm heterosexual. You know, I I can't explain what they go through uh, as individuals for sure. But when I look at uh, the entirety of uh, sort of the history of photography and how it parallels all of these vastly sort of uh, ever more complicated and ever more sort of uh, combative political and cultural situations I just wonder whether they actually play into each other so certainly when you met somebody who wants their picture taken I mean it's not because everybody hates photography there's I mean I'm sure we can verify this but I'm sure the camera ownership is like the highest it's ever been of course it's so accessible it can be done for relatively cheap but um, I think it's also there's something twisted about it in general like the idea of the picture maybe not the process and not the camera itself not the technology i just mean like it's it's output what it used to be intended how it's interpreted and now has created this culture i I don't know i mean it's crazy to say it out loud but you know even politics it's like i feel like all of this hate politics comes from pictures like this illustration of who the enemy is it's not but the, 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 again it again mean, again the pictures are the tool david they're not they're not people people aren't it, it, images aren't creating divide 
it, it's you've heard the the term divide and conquer i mean that that's it, it, the images are just it's just another tool that's it it's just another tool it's not causing the divide it's just the, it's just the tool and in, in the wrong hands any tool can be dangerous right um it's just like guns right i mean guns guns can be great if you're if you're putting food on your on on the table and hunting game um but obviously they can cause you know incredible loss but i think that's exactly my fear is that um you're right like when a gun is invented gunpowder is invented it's not invented with malice right but once it exists um it fundamentally alters everything you know uh, absolutely everything and i think photography has done the same thing and i i worry like guns um you know or anything like shit man farming i don't know like everything that has technologically come out of human uh, creativity necessity or evolution um, i don't think photography is uh, uh, exempt from that i think that there's something that's happened in the last hundred years um that i'm i don't know why just intuitively want to uh talk about um i think that's what all of this is is like you're right i think on everything particularly about me uh broad strokes i definitely have a lot of hang-ups about uh, how things are interpreted you know who my audience might be the fact that work like you discussed that i do for myself i tend not to show anybody but i also feel like uh, culturally things have become a lot worse after photography that this awareness and weaponization of an image idolatry celebrity status you know the idea that we have even a pop star comes from photography in my mind and it's kind of poisonous in my in my head oh man you're you're just yeah you you're 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 just reaching you're really reaching <laughs> to blame uh, these, these things on photography that's like i mean you, you could just as easily blame it on, on any number of other things i mean just just you could you could blame all this stuff on capitalism right on on, on, on manipulation of 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 of, of people because you know because of capitalism because of mass marketing because of <laughs> man oh man yeah you 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 you've taken one thing and, and just sort of spiraled out of control with it it seems right and, and, and i'm not i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to be uh be, be be harsh here but i mean i think i think you need to get out of your head it's 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 a tool man it's a tool to be enjoyed and if you're not enjoying it stop engaging in it that's it that's all there is to it man like worry about your 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 sanity right if it's not if it's oh, not yeah, benefiting I, you then then just just step the fuck back and and reevaluate things well no question uh, i am not sane and i think that uh, <laughs> I, I i was I, I was not implying that everyone has their their, their things right i'm just saying as, as far as your 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 assault on on photography and and and, and, and blaming it for all the, the the misdeeds in the world i think it's just it's just very extreme and i mean, I mean you, you i mean if that's the case i don't know why you would even own a camera um exactly yeah and i i think uh you know, you brought up in passing about well, capitalism, and uh, you know, people joke that I'm anti-capital. I mean, I am, uh, but not because I actually have a better system. It's like photography. Why do I have a camera? Look, I distrust what I do with it for sure, but I don't have a better alternative. I mean, I've started drawing and writing. I, I do podcasts. You know, we have conversations. If we were allowed 
uh, to physically touch each other. We'd be doing this at a coffee shop like we did last time. I mean, the interaction and the social value of anything we do, be it meditative, cultural, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not on assault uh, for existing, but um, I think the, uh, the fun part of this conversation is uh, I need a stick to poke people with. And uh, my stick for this particular conversation uh, will be this, uh, yeah, unbalanced concept that photography it's, itself has had a fundamentally negative effect on culture. And uh, yeah, and I'm glad that you're fighting me on it. No, it's good. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I, not, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that 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 you know it hasn't been used in a negative way at some point. But it's, to say that it has, it's had a negative impact on culture, but photography has been around for hundreds of years, David, hundreds of years. So it's, it's, uh, has it? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, to say that, that, that it's, that it's, I mean, I, 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 I'm not as, I'm not as learned, learned as, as you, uh, you think that I am, but, um, I, I know that much anyway. Um, and I, I could grab a book if we want to, if we want to reference when it actually, first started i think the first image was was made in like like the 1800s um to say that it's, it's had a negative impact on on society i mean nothing has brought people together across cultures more i mean i mean you know 100 years ago you could see pictures from you know like someone in in, in canada could see a picture from asia you know and to be able to see another part of the world that they would never have otherwise seen you know like i mean to say that 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 overall it's a negative impact when, when it's done such groundbreaking things as, as, as that i mean that's 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 crazy you know for for a child to be able to see oh this is my great grandparents who came here and built this house and i have this image of it like th there's far too many positives and, and the positives far outweigh the negatives i think you're you're, you're looking at it from a very uh, just just a very negative victims victimhood type stance and it's just I, I, I think you need to take a step back, man, and, and just yeah. I, I I'm not sure what what value um, you and maybe it's just my inability to to embrace the negative. Um, but I'm not sure like what value you get out of dissecting things like this and, and, and putting such a negative spin on things. Like it's got it it, it seems exhausting. No, well, I don't mean negative, but everything has a, a cultural impact. I mean that's the nature of technology, right? You know, I'm I think that this is great. This is a great conversation. I. I I think that uh, you know we should be opposed, and we should pick at it. And uh, I am taking a necessarily intentionally negative view on this, uh, but yeah, I mean it's part of stirring the pot. I, you know, look, Curtis, if we hang out all the time and we just try to appease each other, you, you and I both know that's not a good way to live either, right? Um, but I also feel like. Uh, poking at it from this abstract way is, is going to be a fun way to get photographers out of their own element just because uh, I want to just get this conversation on record so like you know uh, I'm not upset I'm actually having a lot of fun and I think yeah, uh, you, it is you, exhausting this is where you live that's why you live in this in this spot I'm going to have to go and yeah, I don't know put on some uh, <laughs> some Indian and do some meditating here right away so so you know what though I mean th this is a good um, segue because we talked earlier about the picture that's hanging just behind me I do want to tell you the, the story behind this image because it's a perfect example of, of the positivity of, of photography so the, the the I know it's a little bit abstract but the the, the portrait that's behind me is, a, is of a gentleman that that uh, lived on the street in Calgary 
for for quite a few years. He had a, a pretty crazy background. I, from, from having done a lot of street photography, I, I, I met him and developed a relationship with him and um, ended up spending quite a bit of time with him um, over the years. Um, I'd sit with him for hours and, you know, he would introduce me to all his friends and things like that. And we developed a, a pretty close relationship. So I'd gotten a bit of a background as to what his, what his, what his backstory was. And essentially he had come from, from out East Ontario. Um, and he was a somewhat, um, successful restaurateur and, um, he ended up getting caught up in some, some, some shady dealings, um, and witnessed some things that he should not have witnessed. Um, this is, again, this is the story that was coming from him. Um, this is what he's telling me. Um, and so he basically moved out West, um, with, you know, nothing left everything behind, basically just kind of faked his disappearance and, um, began living on the street in Calgary and, and was doing so for quite a few years. Um, obviously, you know, he's telling me this story and, you know, he, he alcoholism was, a, was, and I think probably continues to this, this day to be a, an issue for him. So, you know, like I take the story with, with a grain of salt and everything like that. Um, so I, I take the image, I um, do what I do with it. And it, it was hanging in a, um, in a gallery, I, I guess you, for lack of a better word, um, for, for a few months. And um, I'm, I'm at work one day and I get a phone call. And uh, the voice on the other end, she says, um, I, I saw an image that was hanging in this, in this gallery. Um, I, I was told that this was this was yours. I was giving your contact information. I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, can you tell me a little bit about this image? And I'm like, well, uh, yeah, absolutely. And so I kind of I kind of tell her. I'm like, well, why? Like, you know, why 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 the interest? Hoping that you know maybe she, maybe she'd buy it. I guess, um, which she didn't. <laughs> um, and she goes on to tell me that um, one of her friends had walked by and seen the image, and recognized the eyes of the gentleman. Just just found something very striking about them. And then somehow made the connection that this gentleman looked just like her. Um, so she went in to see to see the picture, um, and when she did, she immediately recognized it as her father, um, who she hadn't seen since she was a, a small girl. Um, and she had been given the story um, from her mother that 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 her father had died, he had, he had you know disappeared or whatever. He was essentially just gone. Um, and she had no idea that he was even, that he was even alive. Um, so yeah, obviously she's telling me the story and I'm just like, I have, I have chills listening to it. Um, so she's, you know, she's, she said to me, you know, I, I, I haven't seen him in, you know, 20 years. So I ended up, I ended up actually reconnecting the, the two of them. Um, and they, they started to build a relationship. She got him into a, like a halfway house type thing. Um, and was was you know last I heard from them, um, you know they're just still working on their relationship together. So, so that's that's like a, a prime example of the good that photography can do. Um, so yeah, just wanted to share that. Perfect. Uh, I know you got to go. Uh, thank you. It's a great story, and I think um, it's a it's a perfect illustration. I have a half of mind of what I'll entitle this post uh, about our little interaction here, Curtis. Uh, uh, it's perfect. Um, I need people to, um, you know, bring hope and uh, interest in it. If I keep talking to only people like me, this thing's not going to last very long. But. So, um, yeah, it wouldn't be fun if I just talked to, to people who weren't going to try to put me in my place. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll let you go. 
Um, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I don't, like, I fucking know what I'm talking about either, right? Like, <laughs> now we're good. We're good. All right. Well, no, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. So, there you have it. What are your thoughts? Does Curtis seem as stoic to you as he does to me? I understand this is just where Curtis is in his practice at this moment, but there's something compelling about aiming for virtue and this ideal state of practicing an art for itself. It's a compelling idealism, but I don't know if it's real for me. There's such beauty in the aim of a moderated and sage-like life. To be separate and above distractions and to find and enact one's true purpose seems to be a noble goal. But again, for me, I just don't know what my goal is, and I feel that I can never truly know. Instead, it becomes my job to keep acting on either my instinct or intuition, to perhaps gain more experience and wisdom to see if I can turn to such a stoic view. I don't think any individual should be defined specifically to one view or another. Rather, I see the core beliefs expressed in our conversation, and to be honest, they're pretty compelling. In the interest of continuing to be me, I plan to keep blaming photography for all the ills of the world. Not because I'm convinced I'm right, I, I do want to be wrong, but rather to form a, let's call it a skeptic's view, that the only way for me to find true wisdom for myself is to keep failing at something with an open enough mind to keep picking up interesting new thoughts and incorporating them into a personal worldview. Perhaps in the end I'll come back to something as beautiful as the classic For the Love of the Game. I pray for this to be the case. How incredible would it be to approach life stoically? But for the moment, um, let's keep this conversation going, let's learn new ways of approaching this weird task, and uh, on to the next artist.